So, you know, I've been watching a lot of King of the Hill recently, Andy. Uh, very good show, very good television program. I relate to it very heavily being a North Texaner, I guess, uh, a person who has lived in North Texas. You mentioned to me before we started recording that you were watching that, and I guess it, I did, it didn't click until you just mentioned it that you are from the Hill. I didn't even think of that. 100%. I... I've, as I understand it, most of that show is sort of based on the sort of suburbs and various cities uh, surrounding Dallas, like kind of on the outliers of Dallas, like Arlington and shit like that. That's basically where I grew up. Uh, a little further north of Dallas, like not quite enough to be called like a suburb or a nearby town, but I, I, I've never really dug into King of the Hill and I started, I started watching through it, you know, in order, as most people do oh, these days. Wow. Yeah, I know, I'm really getting into it. And let me tell you, that show is like looking into a reflection. It's like, it's like, it's like really just kind of seeing the parts of my childhood magnified and presented in the animated sitcom format. Yeah, so, I, I haven't really, I don't know if there's a... Is there, like, character... Like, I imagine there's character development as in a through line, but I had the experience that I feel like uh, a lot of kids who faked sick uh, constantly did, where I would just watch it on TV at reruns during the day sometimes, and then just be like, all right, this is... Okay, so I haven't seen this one yet, or... Oh, yeah. I've, seen the, I've seen this one where Bobby accidentally makes meth about four times. <laughs> I, um, I'd seen, like, about four or five or maybe six episodes on my own, but it was never really something that I watched with, like, my parents or watched on my own or anything like that, so I'm really kind of digging into the heart of it, and as somebody from a North Texas town, uh, I will just say that show is fairly accurate. Um, I mean, fairly stereotypical, but also painfully accurate to people I have known and people in various corners of my family. It's it's your letter, Kenny. I don't know if you're familiar with that show, but it's uh, that show is very accurate to the region of Ontario that I'm from. I just know that that's been blowing up on Twitter recently. It's a Has pretty it? good show. Has it though? Uh, like a little bit. Like people I follow have been talking about it in uh -huh. a way that I'm like, all right, sure. And also, I'm just happy to see like any show from Canada do well, like outside of Canada. Yeah. Like. Yeah. There was big, a. We are there, here. Yeah. There was... You know, there was a point to this intro, uh, something to tie it in, but now I'm just thinking about uh, propane and propane accessories. So, uh, I might as well say, Hi everyone, welcome to Emoji Jerome. I'm Ryan. I'm Andy. And this week we are discussing, finally, uh, the moment you have all been waiting for, or at least maybe a couple of you have been waiting for, the man in suit levitating emoji uh i don't know why i enunciated levitating so so thoroughly but um i feel like the fact that he is indeed levitating is kind of a big part of his appeal you know because if he was just a man in a suit that's no fun no one cares about that but um he's levitating and that's what really drives this emoji home yeah, no, he's, it's, it's not, there, I believe there are just, like, fellas in suits, and women in suit as well, uh, -huh. uh, just hanging about, but this is not that, this is them above the ground, uh, with nothing seemingly lifting them, except the power of their will. 
I know. Um, it's very intimidating. I'm intimidated by this emoji. I would like to extend a thank you to at... Um, I think... I feel like maybe their username has changed since they requested this because we've answered questions from them before on this show. Um, the name I have on file is at FoxMomNaya, so thank you for sending in Man in Suit Levitating. Andy, before we get ahead of ourselves, would you like to introduce what it is that we do here on Emoji Drome? Ryan, I would be delighted. Uh, contrary to what you may believe, we are not just talking about kings of hills and uh, various Canadians. Well, we are talking about our emoji. We pick one every week, in this case, the man in the business suit levitating, and we're looking at each variation across Apple, Google, Microsoft, etc. Picking our favorites, our least favorites, saying what we think of them, and answering questions at the end of the show. It's a very fun time. I hope you'll stick around for it. It is an amazing time. I hope that those of you who are not King of the Hill fans did not tune out at the beginning of this podcast, but if you're not a King of the Hill fan, are you really a fan of Emoji Emojidrome? I don't okay, know. Well, let's... Hold on. If you're listening... Uh, the comments by Ryan do not reflect both hosts <laughs> of the show. Uh, I... You don't need to see shit to be a fan of this show to me. Um, you don't, you, all you need to, you know what? Maybe you should just stop watching other stuff. Maybe just listen to this podcast. Maybe that's all, that's the only media you need. Uh, first off, I don't know about that. Second off, I don't know how comfortable I feel, you know, calling people out like that when I've seen, when I just watched like five episodes of King of the Hill yesterday. So maybe, maybe going to dial that one back a bit. Um, thank you all for listening. I value your opinions very much. Um, you're, you're all wonderful listeners. Andy, should we go ahead and uh, dive into it, or would we like to discuss what we're looking for in the man in suit levitating this week? Do, do you have anything specific that you're looking for? Because I can kind of go into mine a little, but I don't have too much. I feel like for me, um, I'm looking for that kind of classic men in black sort of vibe. I am looking for the man in suit levitating who is most likely to show up at my front door after a UFO encounter and just menacingly levitate me into not calling up uh, Robert Stack from Unsolved Mysteries and just really spilling the, spilling the scoop. Um, you know, that kind of, that kind of, like, alien, alien paranoia bullshit, you know? The stuff I really thrive off. Yeah, alright. I'm, I like the way you're going with it. Um... Definitely sort of a more, like, respectable way compared to what I'm doing here, which is, um, Ryan, I'm going to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up here, uh. and uh, just mention the origins of this emoji real quick. Apparently, it is the, well, like, it's the Rude Boy logo from the specials. I say apparently as if I don't already know that. <laughs> um, I'm looking for the most ska man, uh... Will I find one that's even a little ska it, throughout these years of emoji refinement? I don't know. I don't but, know. Uh, I'm here to. I'm here to look, and I'm here to. I'm following the sweet sounds of saxophones and trombones. I have probably never listened to ska music in my entire life. Oh my god! Uh, that can't. Uh, how are we be friends? True. That I, I have to have heard ska at least a little have bit. Have you played a Tony Hawk game? No, actually, Fuck. I have not. Okay. Um, the only time I've played a Tony Hawk game is the uh, children's dentist I used to go to. They had like a selection of video game consoles in their office, and one of them was I think either a GameCube or a PS2 that had one of the Tony Hawk games on it. 
and I would just play in like the free mode. Oh, I remember what I remember what the um I remember what the games were. They had an arcade cabinet of the original Super Mario Bros. They had a Tony Hawk game either on GameCube or PS2. And then they had I think one of the Sonic Adventure games on the Dreamcast. It was like um it was like the one where you're running and like the whale is there and like Sonic Tail- Adventure 1. Yeah, Tails crashes in like the plane or whatever. Um and then they also had I think um Sonic Heroes as well. So two Sonic games for some reason. But it two was games that I have finished. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm confusing them because I think the Orthodontist I went to also had a Sonic game. But anyway, what the fuck am I talking about? We should we should Oh yeah. I was going to do a bit. Um on the show in the past, very intermittently, I've um I've I've consulted a a a very special oracle on this show. It is a magic eight ball that has the uh, crying laughing emoji face on it, which I have referred to in the past as the mystic emoji. So I would like to consult the mystic emoji here and ask the mystic emoji: Will Ska ever get another revival? Mystic emoji says. Nothing because it got stuck. Hold on, this thing. I, I love ass. how shitty this thing is. Oh it's God. so good. It's perfect uh, for this show. It it gives me the same answer. I feel like I get ninety percent of the time when I do Mystic Moji on this show, which is "geez, not sure," with the um distressed looking emoji face. I have a question, Ryan. Do you uh-huh. think that's the only option? Did uh, you get sold a false bill of goods? Here, uh, do I think that's the only option? Mystic Moji, give me the deets. Um, it says, sorry, not now, with the crying emoji face, so... so... maybe this thing just doesn't know shit. No, I don't think this, this thing knows jack shit. I would love to crack this open and see what all of the sides of the dice look like, but that kind of destroys the purpose of the mystic emoji, which I will put back in its sacred place for next week's episode. <sighs> Alright. Should we just, like... Should we just dive into it? Like, I can get into my ska thoughts as things go on. I'm assuming that's going to be a big through line. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Let's go ahead and, and jump into this. Um, first off, as every week, we have Apple. Apple this week looks less like a man in suit levitating and more like a man kind of getting into a sort of toboggan position to get sucked into, like, a black hole. Yeah, you know, the shadow on this definitely does look like it's just kind of a hole in the ground. I I kind of like this guy, even though he is in the middle of getting taken to the shadow realm. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. He lost all of his life points, so now he's getting taken to the shadow realm. Yeah, I mean, like, he's got a big smile on his face. He looks like he's ready to skank, which is the ska dancing. Great great name that, that, that you know, has aged terrifically. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't know the origins of that. All I know is that a bunch of, like, when I was in the third wave ska, a bunch of 15-year-old white boys said that a lot. <laughs> so if it's if the origins are from elsewhere, I'll take it. But, you know. Um, so I think, you know, this guy's definitely... I don't know if he's in a ska band. I think he's a ska fan. I think that he's, he's a little too young because... Uh, people who listen to Ska can be any age, but people who play Ska now have to be at least 40. Yeah, um, and they have to look like a rejected <laughs> member from the Beach Boys. It's Law. Um, uh, yeah. It's Claw. It's Claw. 
It, That's Sklaw, baby. Skala, Sklaw. Oh, some coal Sklaw. Yeah. I'm gonna serve you the cold hard Sklaw from from Judge Judge Rude Boy. Here he comes. Can I just Watch say every every time food comes up on this I expose myself as more of a baby mouth, but fuck coleslaw real quick. I used to hate coleslaw. I've really kind of come around on it. It needs to be a very particular kind of coleslaw. Do you want to hear about one of the worst meals I've eaten in recent memory? Yeah, of course. What else have we got to talk about? So, I went to H-E-B a while back. Uh, for those of you not in the know about Texas, H-E-B um, apparently, allegedly stands for Here Everything's Better. It is a it is a very it is a fairly good grocery store. I prefer it over Walmart, um, even though we never had H-E-B in North Texas. Um, apparently, though, uh, other people say that H-E-B stands for, I believe, the founder's name, which is Harold E. Butts. And that's not a joke. I have a, a tin of garlic cloves in my fridge right now, which on the plastic top have a thank you note from H-E-B signed Harold Butts at the bottom, which I love. Huge fan. But, oh, um, so like, like Harry Butts. Harry Butts, yeah. Hair old, hair old Butts. Uh, here are old butts. <laughs> here know. are old butts. Yeah, exactly. I went to I went to the good hair old old butts, and I bought some mixed veggies as I am wont to do. But while I was buying my mixed kales and spinaches and you know Brussels sprouts and such, I noticed that they sold these prepackaged salads, and I was like, oh great, I'll get a you know this prepackaged salad meal with like the dressing and everything. Just so, you know, the next time I come home and I don't feel like cooking, I don't have to get, like, fucking Taco Bell or some horrible bullshit like that. Like, I can just, you know, get the salad out and have it ready. And, um, I had them in my fridge for a while, and I decided to take one to work. And it was there that I realized I had been connived into buying not just any salad, but a, uh, shall we say, gender binary salad. I, I... I, I I took I took a good look uh-huh. at this I took a good look at the salad, and uh, I realized immediately realized uh, three things about it. One, the <laughs> the brand of the salad was Mans, spelled M A N N apostrophe S. Second, nowhere on the packaging was this salad actually called a salad. It was instead referred to as a quote nourish bowl, and third. The instructions on the back of this alleged nourish bowl encouraged me to microwave this salad for three to four minutes. Now, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you know anything about uh, salads. Typically I, served as a cold dish, uh, room temperature at best. Yeah, like you can have warm bits in there. Like you can uh-huh. have like a chicken, some chicken in your salad. You can have cooked things in there, but you don't. Typically speaking. And even then, they're usually not piping hot. Yeah, uh, but who am I to deny the instructions of man's nourish bowls? So, um, at at my place of employment, um, I did indeed decide to uh, microwave the man's nourish bowl for a solid three and a half minutes. Uh, what (laughs) what resulted was, um, something resembling, like, Patient Zero from a Resident Evil game. Um, the smell was atrocious. This horrible, sickly sweet, uh, maple bacon glaze just kind of 
permeated the entirety of of this store that I work in. Um, one of my one of my friends and coworkers came in like two hours later. She said it still smelt like this horrible salad glaze, like like all that time. Um, she accused me of running a customer out of the store with this horrible salad smell. Um, she it, came in and she asked, "Whose man's is this?" and pointed at your salad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so a real miserable time all around because the insulting the uh, oh, I, I should say the ensuing salad, but the insulting salad is correct as well. Uh, tasted like just real, real bad collard greens, like sweet greens. You ever had those before, Andy? Uh, no, I haven't actually okay the- they're they're definitely a staple of like texas you know southern cooking uh people down here are big fans of those of those greens they're thinking about those greens i've uh, heard nothing but great things it's just it wasn't very common in the town i grew up in. yeah um because i'm in the fro i'm in a tundra yeah um, but ultimately uh not a great day for salads not a great day for yours truly um not a great day for my place of employment either just real miserable all around, unfortunately. Anyway, uh, there's a point to this story. Something about coleslaw. I don't know. Um, fuck it. Uh, let's talk about the Google man in business suit levitating emoji. Right. Yeah, we should probably do that. We. What What do you think? You give me your thoughts about this one. I'm kind of reeling from the stinky salad. If I'm being honest, <laughs> it was. It was. It was an event. And, like, I, the worst thing is that I still have a second one in my fridge that I have to work Dude. through. Dude! I can't just throw it away because I don't like to waste food. Um, I can't Give say I'm somebody. going to, like, love it either. No, I can't pass that curse into someone else. I can't do that. Um, anyway, uh, Google... Google doesn't seem as ska as the Apple one does. I think, I think the black tie is sort of an essential part of the ska vibe. Google just goes for like you know black suit, red tie, red little little pocket guard, little handkerchief, uh, you know sunglasses, little hat. This looks more like more like a mobster who is jumping to avoid gunfire than a man who is levitating <laughs> at a ska concert. Jump, jumping in that very normal pose that we all jump in with our arms that are at the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know that's how you get the most uh, aerodynamic traction. Yeah, it's how you increase your vert. Um, yeah, vert is very important. Yeah, this kind of just looks like a poker player to me. Okay. Like, there's the little em- embellishments and the, like, just general vibe of it all doesn't scream ska, and it doesn't scream no. men in black either. It screams, I'm gonna, ace is wild, baby, joker is random, and, <laughs> and uh queens to go king of queens have have you ever um have you ever watched like professional poker at all i've seen like bits i used to watch it on mute when i was at like a diner by my high school after (laughs) when i'd get lunch there after classes um Uh i am but other than that no i used to watch the world series of poker every now and then because my dad was pretty into it i vividly remember having the world series of poker video game for the playstation 2 Got oh, yeah. got a lot of mileage out of that bad boy. Uh, professional poker is fucking wild. Those people are playing like twelfth dimensional mind physics with this, each other. This is like 
like a plug for a thing that isn't our show, so I'm sorry uh, for breaking yeah. our rules of only promoting ourselves. Only but, promoting uh, you, ourselves. You've seen the SB Nation video, uh, the pretty good video uh, about professional poker that John Boyce made. Yes, uh, right? yes, it's absolutely wild. That is most of my experience with. Um, that is most of my experience with professional poker. It's 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 off the wall. It's truly off the chain. The people who do this professionally and like are good at it are are like a different a different species of human. Do you think this guy would be good at it? I think he'd be okay. I don't know. Maybe he's an maybe he's like putting up a front and he's an amateur, but he's just really jumping for joy because he got his like first good hand and he's like, "Oh shit, I forgot I have to keep my poker face on." But, you know, good for him. I'm glad that yeah. he's having a good time. I will say all in all, this is a fine emoji. I think it's like well put together it's not ugly it's not it's yeah. not like pretty it's fine yeah. it's all right uh, uh let's talk about microsoft though. let's let's talk about door-to-door insurance salesman traveling via roomba are you sure because i would say that this is the most ska one of all really in what way let me ex- let me tell you so this one's definitely not in a ska band this one's definitely going to a ska show because let me okay i'm gonna point a few things out to you top to bottom uh, shitty trilby. We check, and <laughs> okay. it doesn't look like it fits great either. That's not a, uh, number two. That tie, definitely not the right size. Uh, three. No actual collar on the uh, shirt, which means no. definitely just a t-shirt, which is like a thin <laughs> there, buddy. It's fine. Not a suit jacket. Definitely a cardigan. Those are skinny jeans, vans, and a skateboard. In conclusion, this is me on my way to a real big fish concert where I got punched in the stomach. Is that a true story? That's a true story. I love it. No, I was going to say... Um... I was gonna say this is obviously a ska emoji because he's dropped something here and now he has to pick it up, 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 pick it up. Yeah, I, I, I'm normally a pretty big fan of Microsoft. I, I do love your analysis of this emoji. It's terrible. It's pretty bad, and the unfortunate thing is that because they have to show him like jumping or levitating or whatever else, they did have to model the shadow beneath him. So it does look like he just dropped, like, his fucking Harry Potter cosplay wand on the ground and now has to, like, stoop over and grab it. Yeah, it's like, I don't know why they didn't just, like, add, like, a pixel between the outline of his body and the outline of the hole and then just fill in the hole and not have that weird gray bit there. Yeah. There's, like, weird decisions being made that are not, like huge four but like it's fine this 15 year old's about to have a great night gonna see yeah. some real ska uh crushing it dude have have dude, fucking you do you yeah you know what i'm happy for him i'm happy he's getting to have this experience you know i can't share in it because i'm not about that lifestyle but i do truly appreciate that he's really out here living his best life i want to talk about samsung now i don't really have much else to say about microsoft i think microsoft is like okay it's fine Uh no it's not we just called it bad i don't know why i'm being nice it's a bad emoji microsoft feel bad about yourselves um (laughs) samsung is fading away yo uh you ever read artemis fowl because the bitch is present I tried reading Artemis Fowl when I was in grade four, when I was about ten, uh-huh. and my response was, this is boring, I'm gonna go read Redwall. 
uh, or Inkheart, or many of the other uh, better novels, because I didn't like Artemis Fowl. Surprisingly enough, I never got into Redwall when I was a kid. That seems like... That uh, is that the most have... shocking thing you've ever said to me, Ryan. <laughs> That seems like that seems like it would explain a lot about me today, but um, no, I actually was never that into Redwall. This is weird because I'm the like, I I'm very like, uh-huh. I respect I respect the the furry community. I've got uh-huh. many. I've got listen. I've got lots of furry friends, but I like I sh- looking at the things that have happened to me growing up, the uh-huh. things that I enjoyed as a child. Really, you'd think that I'd be full-on, like, Sonic Fox out here. Yeah. Because I was deep into Redwall in the same year that me and my all my friends pretended to be human raccoons in, at, during See, recess. that's extremely um, damning. It is, right? But here's the, here's the thing, and I'm about to make it depressing. Okay. That was just because otherwise I'd get bullied and have no friends. Yeah... Um, and also, I liked swords. And then I fuck yeah. Uh, the Ar- we Aragorn came out. Aragorn came out, not Aragorn. That's the Lord of the I Rings mean, guy. Congratulations on Aragorn for coming out. I find him, you know, to be a paragon of strength. Uh, love Paragorn? those movies. Yeah, Paragorn. Uh, we support you, Aragorn. Um, you know, I had my, <laughs> I had, I had my thoughts. You know, but I'm very proud of you. We stand a returning king. Yeah, we really do. Fucking love that dude. Um, where was this going? Okay, so Redwall, not really my bag. Um, I will say, I think what happened to me was, uh, subconsciously, I think the kind of, like, um, the kind of, like, weird intrigue and complicated plot lines of Artemis Fowl really set me up to be a huge fan of Metal Gear Solid later in life, because, um... Uh, okay. I read the first three of those books. They are very much, like, weird, like, espionage. They're heist stuff, right? Yeah, like, heist. There's, like, fairies and shit, but it's, like, science fiction. It's a whole thing. Like, I, I think that really kind of, like, set me up for being, like, oh, man, like, cyborg ninjas, like, psychic dudes, fucking a guy with a gray monkey who sells weapons, I guess? Sure, fuck it, why not? Um, I think that's where Artemis Fowl kind of left its mark on me. Um, apparently they're making a making a Disney movie. You know what? I saw the trailer for that. I saw the trailer for that, and let me tell you. Okay, it's time for Andy's movie corner because I got oh. some. I got some takes. One, it, it looks pretty all right. Two, I hate that anything ever, ever now, any big movie coming out that has CGI has to have a, a thing that looks like a spaceship flying through space. Like, every fucking movie now has the, like, Guardians of the Galaxy ship flying, or, like, Aquaman has it under the ocean, and now Artemis Fowl has it. They're trying to tap that EVE Online demographic. I don't know what to tell you. It's boring! Every movie's the same. No, Artemis Fowl is uh, completely unique. It's about a young boy genius smarmy billionaire who uh, is friends with his butler, and he's kind of an asshole, but then he learns about, like, leprechauns and fairies and shit like that. But all the leprechauns and fairies are in, like, Foxhound, basically, and um, they try to, like, rescue this fairy he accidentally kidnaps. I don't know. All I remember about that... 
about that book is there's like eventually i think there's clones um in one of them someone gets put into cryogenic stasis and someone like gets accelerated aging just really setting me up for all those big uh solid snake plot points later in life the first chapter of these books should have included like a footnote for me that said hey dipshit if you keep reading this there'll be weird stuff that you'll like because I was just like, I don't know what this is. I have ADD. Where's my GameCube? And then I ate the book. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations uh, for setting the world record for eating Artemis Fowl. Um, I'm sure you're in a book somewhere for that. Uh, Anyway, uh, Artemis Fowl, fucking five stars for child billionaire content. Uh, one star for actual adult readability, probably. Uh, We need to reappropriate Artemis Fowl's wealth. And, uh, we should. He would be the first to yeah. die in the revolution. <laughs> first against the wall, Artemis Fowl. Yeah, fuck him. He's an asshole. He's a, <laughs> he's a fucking shithead in those books. And I think that's why I related to them so much, because I was also a little shit. Um, I, I always thought I was smarter than everyone else. I didn't relate to people very easily. And I would have loved to have found a whole cool society of fucking infiltration elves beneath my giant fuck-off mansion. See, this is like, what you're describing is just the same feelings Bleach gave me the first time I read it when I wanted to be a Shinigami. Yeah. What, what's something else like that for me? I don't know. I wanted to be a wizard when I'm from fucking Harry Potter. That's pretty basic. I stopped reading Harry Potter not when, um, out of protest when I heard a character that I liked died. And oh. uh, I really regret going back and finishing them. <laughs> I really wish that I could have been like, you yeah, know, I never finished it. Because now everyone, like, everybody knows them and everyone's expected to. And I don't, yeah. I don't like, I don't like the turf author. No, I don't either. I, um, after the fourth, uh, like the first three I just kind of read, but from four, five, six, and seven, I went to like the fucking midnight releases for those books. And, um, I will say I have not read them since book seven came out when I was like 12 or some shit. Um, so it's been a hot minute. We should probably go ahead and move on to the WhatsApp emoji. Right, our show. Um, I don't have much to say about WhatsApp. I kind of like it because it's so little. Um, and I think I, it's hilarious. It's pretty good. The, the like genuine compliment about this is it does something that Microsoft kind of went for but didn't really pull off. Is it covers like the whole face with the accessories uh-huh. without it looking really awkward? Yeah, but it's pretty funny. What What do you no, think? I um I love it. Uh, I think there's kind of a problem with this emoji, which is that it's so small. It's hard for me to review it. Like it's really hard for me to like get in there and parse the details so from like a distance you can tell it's supposed to be a man in suit levitating but the closer you get you know the less defined the features become and i think maybe in that sense it's a very good weird quasi-human quasi-alien uh men in black emoji yeah i think this is actually the most like what you've described or what you described you were looking for to be specific because it's like it is it is a thing that you see out of the corner of your eye but never fully comprehend. Yes. Yeah. This, this little ska man. Yeah, no, I love it. Like just kind of like floating, like very vague in the distance, kind of blurry, undefined. Like it is is that? No, no, it couldn't be. And then you see it again and you're like, "Oh fuck. Oh no. I got to get out of here." You just see him like in the corner of the bathroom at McDonald's just like levitating levitating and getting the mouthpiece on his trumpet ready yeah 
just like man he's really he's here i there i he is. like I feel like I feel like that's this is what I see when I have sleep paralysis. Um, I um, I I just see I just see this vague undefined hat man uh, floating in the corner of my room, slowly <laughs> readying them, his trumpet. Hundreds of tiny ones floating over your bed towards your face, <laughs> like a uh, fucking harvest from JoJo. Um, just this swarm, just this swarm of levitating business suit men. A descend on me to like steal spare change from out under my bed. My stand, the specials, allows me to to, to, play, <laughs> to play brass instruments from any distance. Oh, I love that! God, what a stand power that would be. Um, I don't know. I kind of love this emoji just because it's so small and so stupid. Um, there's so much I'd love to say about it, but it's so impossible to parse that it remains this ambiguous, undefined creature. And I think I really enjoy it for that reason. Yeah. No, I'll accept that. Um, do we have to talk about Twitter? Twitter is not so much, uh, I don't know, it's like a blues brother, but like a shitty blues yeah, brother. Yeah, 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 so it's a blues brother. Yeah, I... <laughs> I've never seen that movie, I don't no, have, I've never neither. seen that skit even. I'm just, I'm just trying to be a provocateur for the internet. Yeah, I, I've never seen any of those movies, um... Not Blues Brothers nor Blues Brothers two thousand. Um, the, what really gets me about this one is the light is the baby blue tie and the gray pants. I think it's so off kilter with what the rest of these emoji have presented that it just really catches me off guard. And because of that, I don't know. It, it does kind of give me the ska vibe, and that this would be someone poorly dressed at a ska concert. But for a man in black kind of thing, amateur mistake. This dude shows up on his first day of his man in black job dressed like this and fucking and fucking deep throat or whoever's like, nah, you got to get the fuck back home. This is this is black ties only, you know, real blunder by the Twitter emoji. Yeah, I just like I keep looking at it and I'm keep trying to find something to say about it. Uh -huh. I, just, I don't like it. I don't like its shitty smile. <laughs> yeah, the shit eating grin is definitely part of it. Yeah, um, I don't. I'll be honest. Like the main event is next, so I'm kind of distracted. I no, I love it. I love that we were both like just honed in on this fucking Facebook yeah. man in suit levitating emoji. Hey, Andy. Take this one? Yeah. Hey, Andy. Uh, you played that Resident Evil Two remake. <laughs> I hear, you I know hear... what? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Um. God. This. This dude. This dude. Fuck. The, the 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 fucking cold stare, the chiseled features, those big slappy hands that look like they could just like pound me into mincemeat. Jesus, uh, calm there's, down. I uh, listen. You know me. I like a big hand. I like uh, defined features. I like low cut sunglasses. Uh, Facebook emoji. So, okay. We talked about the WhatsApp emoji being an intimidating man in black emoji because of its weird sort of like, uh, weird sort of like ambiguous nature, kind of creepy. Uh, the Facebook emoji is intimidating in the sense that it looks like it's going to slap my shit six ways to Sunday if I step out of line with their fucking alien interrogation. This fucking dude, it puts the mighty and mighty, mighty boss tones, all right? <laughs> fucking... Fucking Dickie Barrett over here is swole as shit. Like, uh -huh. broad-ass shoulders. Like like you said, he's got them big, meaty claws. He's got Bruce Willis's face. Um, ugh, like, he's terrifying. He's imposing. 
I feel like I'm going to get punched just talking about it. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's also it's, like we, too, way too realistic. It's incredible. It's almost like it's almost like Secret Service-esque in a way, which is like how built this dude is. If it didn't if it didn't have the hat, this would be a Secret Service emoji. That's fucking that so here you go. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance 2. Uh-huh. Uh, cuz you had to fight a senator in the last one. Next uh-huh. time, president, his Secret Service, they levitate like fucking Psychomantis. I feel like I feel like that this dude is not necessarily levitating. He's so swole that the oxygen around him has become swole as well, and it provides this constant cushion of air that keeps his feet from touching the ground. I thought you were going to say that the the Earth didn't want him beating it up by stepping on him. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, um, either that or just by, like, I feel like all the other ones are using psychic powers to levitate or just jumping. This dude just levitates. It's just part of it's just it's just his aura. I don't know. You can't just explain like, it. People ask him what's going on. He's like, it's all core, you know. He's just yeah. plank for a while, and you know, yeah, crunches. I can't can't recommend a personal trainer enough, but uh, it's just it's all core muscle, and yeah, it's really about Do you it. Think- what would what would the X Files be like if Mulder fucking got jacked on protein powder like this dude? What a, what a completely different show that would have been. If Mulder fucking like, oh, I don't like thinking about da- one. I do not like thinking about David Duchovny fucking ripped. It's I don't terrifying. Like thinking about that at all. Um, <laughs> like it's not a. It's an, oh my god, Ryan. I don't like it. I yeah, I'm getting a pretty clear mental image of just like David Duchovny coming out in the ring like a fuck a fucking WrestleMania just like shredded, uh, like David Duchovny's head on Vince McMahon's body with like the sleeveless business suit kind of thing. He's just like, oh, he could pick up so many aliens in his big strong arms. I know, I know. He just comes in like every day to the fucking X File work with the um. Just fucking, like, bulging out of his suit. Just really grotesque. God. That's why they put him in the X-Files. It's not because they think he's weird. It's because they don't want to look at him. Yeah. Put him in the basement. God. Uh, One more thing about the Facebook uh, man in suit levitating emoji. This looks like um, when a wrestler has a gimmick and they need, like, bodyguards, but they just get other, like, lower (laughs) tier. They they, they get, like, other lower tier wrestlers to be the bodyguards. That's what this looks like. Oh, 100%. 100%. These dudes are going to come out into the ring with fucking, like, I don't know. Who's a wrestler that would need bodyguards? Like, Shawn Michaels? Triple fucking, H? I don't, I don't fucking, fucking know. know. Who watches wrestling? It's 2019. No yeah. People who don't, people who have never, if someone just started listening to this after finding out about it through some other means and they don't know me, they're going to think I'm really mean about that hobby. Yeah. Well, fuck it. I am. I hate it. It's not it's stupid. Everyone on Twitter who likes wrestling hates wrestling. That's all there is to it. <laughs> that's yeah. my that's that's my firm stance. So you're right. You're 100% right. And I I here's the thing. There's 300 million wrestling podcasts and this one can't become one. No. So we need to talk about Emoji One and the fact that it's Okay, you need to click on this one. One, oh. it's Hank Hill's dad. But two, you need to click on this one and look at 2.1 and see Oh, there's, there's a lot to take in here. Okay, um, so, you're right. Um, it, it, okay, uh, hmm. So, I, I, I would even, I would even start at, uh, Emoji 1 2.2, which looks like a Lupin character. 
Um, oh, man. Speaking of, I just started watching that for the first time. I'm only uh-huh. a few episodes into the like the original series, and it's fun. And fucking nobody told me how horny it was. Oh yeah, nobody told me how horny that show was. I should have expected it, but I was not warned, and it caught me off guard when the first fucking episode had a weird tickle machine. Is okay. I know there's like eight thousand versions of Lupin. What what are you watching? Which 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 iteration? I think it is the. I could be wrong here. It it um uh, it's what's on Crunchyroll right now. Gotcha. Um, okay. It's like Lupin the Third, first volume or something. It's something sure. along those lines. Uh, I, yeah, it's just the anime series part one. It's the nineteen seventy one. You wanna series. you wanna you wanna hear my you wanna hear my hot take? Yeah. Lupin is just fucking Doctor Who for anime nerds. You know what? Like, I'll accept that. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. I just know that it's like the same the same basic thing, but he changes jacket colors. Anyway, uh, Emoji One Two Point One and Two Point Oh, uh, not so much a man in business suit levitating as it is Fraser and Niles Crane just really channeling their their inner psychic powers to unleash a blast on their ungrateful father, I suppose. Uh, I don't know anything about Fraser. These, I mean, look, one of them's blonde, one of them's got like the brown hair. It's it's got to be you know Fraser and Niles, I guess. I don't know people. There's some weird demographic of like people our age, like of twenty somethings, who get really into Fraser for some reason, and like oh. maybe maybe it's a good show. I don't doubt it, but it Ryan, seems... I have really bad news. The call is coming from inside the house. Fraser fucking rules. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> I've never watched a single episode of it. Um, like I said, I'm big into King of the Hill these days. Maybe once I'm done with that, I'll get into Frasier. It seems it seems a bit outside my tax bracket. So in terms here's of the humor. thing. Here's here's the thing about Frasier. One, you need to go in realizing that Frasier is a detestable man, and you are uh-huh. you should hate him, and you should you should laugh at his misery. Laugh at him. Okay. Okay. Um, and two, know that Kelsey Kramer is a fucking disaster human, and that kind of makes everything a little funnier. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, Frasier's all right. I like the title cards. I like the. Perfect. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Good night, Seattle. That's the song. I love it. I really love it. Um, can we move on to talk about emoji decks? Uh, if we have to. Uh, unless you want to do a, a reprise, I think we might as well. I, I don't have it in me. I I can only, I'm not I, I'm not like a music box. You can't just open me up and have me play. You know. True. Very true. Uh, emoji decks uh, taking a very interesting uh, take to this particular emoji in that this is not so much a man in business suit levitating as it is an invisible man in business suit maybe standing with extremely large feet. So, like, I... My knowledge of the specials is kind of limited to just, like, one or two albums and, like, some singles because I'm uncultured. Uh, So I'm wondering if they're trying to make it look more like the logo, specifically. Uh Um... But, like, yeah, I don't know. It just looks weird. It, it looks really, 
The problem is too, like the, with the way the sleeves are and the way that hands go straight down, it kind of just makes the ja- the jacket look really lumpy here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got a bit of a lump. Um, I don't know. Like, how can we know if we can't see this person's flesh that they aren't invisible? And by that logic, how do we know that they aren't standing and not jumping, but they just have very large size two hundred shoes feet? You know, like real clown ass elephant bullshit down there. Just a thought. Just a thought. Just some food for thought, I guess. Food for thought. I don't have anything else to say about this emoji. <laughs> I think yeah, it's fairly... I... It's weird and it's fairly unremarkable. It's like, um... You remember that episode of The Simpsons? The whole here reminds me of... Remember that episode of The Simpsons with uh, the baseball players? No. Okay, never mind. I barely uh, watched any Simpsons the, in It, it just reminds me of the mystery hole. That's a common trope, you know? Uh Uh-huh. It's just like go to this mystery. Uh, you know what? It's if you don't understand the reference material, it's fine. The people out there will know what I'm talking about. It. it <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, Let's talk about of, LG. Yeah. Speaking of mystery holes, um, I think mm. LG has some shading on the shadow that kind of gives it a mystery hole sort of vibe. Um, this is also Slender Man. Uh, I think we can just say that. No hat. No sunglasses. No features. Just flesh. Uh, oh, creepy pasta! It's scary. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna uh, careful. There's oh, we gotta start start putting static in. We gotta we gotta make. Oh, that's oh, that's that's so good to listen to. Mm, yeah, the the fans know. love it. We gotta start an ARG. Oh no, Ryan. Oh no, it's in my room. Oh uh, no, I'm being oh attacked. I'm being attacked by hundreds uh, of tiny oh, levitating businessmen with trombones. Alright, so that should do that should do this good with the PewDiePie demographic for a little while. Um, <laughs> give them give them some salad. I don't know. think we can make any more headway with those ones without betraying our uh, political affiliations, but we'll stick no. with the Slenderman stuff and hopefully, you know, like we'll we'll hopefully drag enough into our sphere for it to be worth it. This um, um this is not worth, a- worth the Slenderman stuff, not the Okay. All right. Moving on. Here's my interpretation of this emoji. This is not a man in business suit levitating. This is Slender Man who has just stepped into an outhouse only to find to his horror that there is no toilet, but only a hole in the floor. So this is Slender Man. It does. You know what? This one more than any of them looks like first perspective of a guy looking at a hole. Yeah, like, like just standing in front of a hole. Yeah. Like there's a couple that... Like, Samsung's the only one that gets a little closer to it because of the way the feet are, but, like, uh-huh. even then, the way they've designed their hole doesn't really lend itself to that. This one is just, well, I've watched the dad, <laughs> the fucking, the evil dad from Kids Next Door, codenamed Kids Next Door, has come in and has decided he needs to shit in the floor to stop <laughs> their plans or whatever the fuck. Like, that's all I can think of here. Oh boy, I never watched that show either, but I do get that reference. Have you ever <laughs> seen a television in your life? I'm trying to you name, people, name, a, name a TV show. People want jokes that aren't jokes, but are things that they've seen before. That's uh-huh. what they want. And the name a show, let me think of one really quick. Uh, Anything. Melrose Place. No, fuck no. What? What is that? I don't know. I couldn't think of anything. Okay, I've never seen more than like two episodes of The Simpsons. Um, 
never watched any Coding Kids Next Door, never watched Rugrats, uh, watched a little bit of the Wild Thornberries, watched a little bit of Rocket Power. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff where I was always in this weird in-between territory where I wasn't sure if my parents would let me watch it or not. Um, I, I have very weird memories of what my parents would and wouldn't allow for me in terms of TV consumption. Right, because you're the eldest sibling in your family, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah um, that'll do it. Because I was the second kid, so like they, my, like my parents did that with my sister. But then, like I was like, I'm here and three years younger, and I am watching these things anyway because you guys don't have the energy to corral the two of us into separate spaces. Yeah, and that's why my brain's rotten. <laughs> Not because you were into Redwall. Not no. Honestly, like if we're gonna. If we're gonna blame any of the books I read, it's probably all the like. I you, do you were you ever? Did y'all ever get those books that were called like Dragonology or yes or yeah Pirateology? Yeah. I had all of them. Yeah. I had all the Fuck motherfuckers. Yeah. Fuck yes, I love that Wizardology. I never, I never had any of them, but I was always really jealous of my friends that did. I had all of them. That book was. <sighs> The, the the name of that like author in fiction is Ernest Drake. He's you know some dragons are very earnest. They know what they like. They it's know what they name. have to do to get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There, okay. So there was wizardology, which I had. There was monsterology, which I had. I didn't have. My brother had Egyptology because he when he was like eight, he went through this really deep like Egypt phase, um, where he just was like reading everything he could about like ancient Egypt. It was very sweet. Um, I did not have the one that's just called mythology. That seemed like it would be the most useful, but I did have pirateology. And really, <laughs> that's what led, what's led me down this path. There's one called... Sorry, I'm just looking at these now. There's dinosaurology, vampireology. Um, there is... Let's see. We've got oceanology, which is great. Uh, also, just in the related, just in the related um, books here is the Necronomicon 31st Anniversary Edition. Perfect. There you yeah, go. Natural progression. Go. <sighs> anyway, welcome to Emojiology, uh, the new name of our show. <laughs> it's a really original name, right? Like, it's really it's clever. And it's really yeah. yeah. In, like, two years, you'll be able to get a degree for Emojiology. I, I, I don't want to be like rude, but isn't that kind of graphic design? Like it wouldn't, <laughs> like if you really think about it. If you really think about it, hashtag deep thoughts. Uh, Andy, do we want to think about our least and most favorite emoji this week? Yeah, sure. I guess we should, seeing as how we've uh, spent about twenty percent of this podcast talking about them. Uh, <laughs> least favorite this week. I'm ha like, I think I've got to go. <laughs> It's both my least favorite, and it's also an honorable mention. I guess by least favorite, I mean the one that I think is the worst. It's LG. Um, yeah. It's really bad, but it's really funny. So I'm torn <laughs> on giving it... I'm torn on saying it's the least favorite, uh-huh. but it's bad. Yeah, I agree. Um, LG is my worst this week, just because it is the worst. Um, I do admire its sort of uh, singularity. Um, it does have a uniqueness about it. While every other company kind of went for this kind of accepted ska, rude boy, men in black type thing, they were just like, they took the most basic elements of this. Um, They took a business suit, 
they took the idea of levitating and they took what some people might consider a man if they were being very generous and just kind of, you know, plopped it all together. And and I like that about it, but it's a bad emoji. It's like the Silent Hill man in suit levitating emoji. Yeah, it's it's very hard to, to tell that it's a human. Um, but do you have a favorite this week? Do you have one that makes your, your heart happy? Because uh, if um, not, I could go first. No, I do. It's a close race. Um, I really liked WhatsApp this week, but then Facebook, I think, just kind of stole the show. Facebook it's, did steal the show. Uh, Facebook getting, is so good. Facebook's the best one. Uh, Facebook is the member of the ska band that also works security at the same show. He's yeah. he's playing he's playing his guitar. He's doing those famous famous upstrokes that make the guitar sound fun. And he's also kicking stage divers off the stage because he's a buzzkill. Yeah, um, this is like um, this is like how Henry Rollins had to get like super jacked so people wouldn't like beat him up outside of Black Flag shows. Um, God, it's kind okay. of a similar thing. I'm sorry, can I just tell, like, one more Saga story real quick? Uh, and then we'll do, do questions, because my favorite is also Facebook. So, that co- aforementioned concert, I went to when I was, like, I think I said 15. I was actually, like, 17 or 18 when I went. Um, but I was still in high school. And uh, it was my first time seeing Real Big Fish, a band that I had started listening to a year before. Uh <laughs> Uh-huh. And I was very excited, and when they played, the lead singer was very drunk, uh-huh. and v- very not happy to be there, and seemed kind of frustrated that they weren't the closing band. And I just thought I'd share that, because I feel like if Facebook was in that band, uh, it would just be like... It would be most big fish, you know? And they'd be able... <laughs> Like, one, they'd just be bigger, but also, like, the lead singer, he'd be able to drink as many beers as he liked. You know, they, one, they have a song called Beer, um, and then they have, like, another song probably called, like, Another Beer. Um, <laughs> not, I, I, I would not be shocked if that's true. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I wanted to say in a roundabout way. Do we have questions? Do we have time? Uh- we have, I'm going to do a couple questions because a lot of the ones that we got in, I think we sort of addressed over the course of the show, either directly or indirectly. If you'd like to send us questions in the future, you can send them to at uh, uh, Drome on Twitter when we put out our questions post or DM them to us. Or you can send them to Emojidrome at gmail.com. Um, I will say last week we did the send Emojidrome an email challenge. Uh, we did get some people who wrote in. Unfortunately, we are at the ass end of this show, so I'll have to bring it up again next week. Um, thank you all for your uh, emails. We did get someone who just sent in the uh, duck emoji that we liked so much last week and <laughs> nothing else. Uh, big fan of that. But um, our first question for this week comes in from at Ben, who says... If you could pick a different hat for this levitating man, what hat would it be? Oh, see, the hat's important because that changes the context a lot. Um, because it's like the hat—a hat can be a signifier of someone's like whole being if you really think about it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, do you have anything for this? Just before I. Yeah, um, I would love to see these uh, the Facebook emoji, this really buff, you know, intimidating dude, wear a hat that says, I'm with stupid, that just has an arrow pointing down at himself. That would That's be very funny. 
That's pretty good. I was thinking more along the lines of a Sherlock Holmes hat. Okay. For what like, reason? Well, so here's the thing. What's what's better than a private investigator coming to help you solve the murder of a loved one? A, f- a private investigator coming to help you solve the murder of a loved one that can also levitate. Now, admittedly, the answer to what's better than a detective solving the murder of a loved one could also be a living loved one. Yes. But that was not one of the options provided here. I just was asked to change a hat. Okay. So that's what happened. And Okay. Very, very direct, very to the point. I love it. Yeah. Uh, any more? Uh, I was going to answer, um, no, I answered the question already. Yeah, you said I'm with stupid. I asked you first. You know what? I am with stupid because you I'm know stupid what? as shit. You know why you are with stupid? Because you're recording this podcast with Andy Clare. Oh, please. Be nice. <laughs> Never. Uh, our next question comes in from at Hyperdrive Ursa, who asks, What sort of Matrix-style awakening do you have after taking the red or blue pill from this man? Um, uh, the red pill, you know, you get really into ska, really, really do all that kind of shit, and then the blue pill is you have an active social life in high school. That's, you know what? <laughs> does that cut, does that cut too close to home? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just... I, I'm doing that thing where I'm like I'm starting to talk and then I'm just covering my my face because I really don't have. I was gonna say, I made friend. I have. I had friends. I had friends. Okay. I had okay. A, I had friend in high school. I believe that. Good for you. I I did. To- totally. Hey, do you want to talk about maybe uh, Suburban Legends, a ska band that nobody fucking knows about? Um, I I certainly don't know about it. They did a whole Disney cover album, and I listened to that when I was in high school and thought, this is good fun. And then I left and realized that fucking, no, it's not. Andy, I'm truly sorry. I feel like I kind of hit a nerve here. You, you... You, like, have emotionally shaken me to my core. I'm so sorry. You, like, you read me so deeply. Like, you fucking... (laughs) I didn't even mean to. I didn't even mean to. I I just thought, like, what would be the opposite of getting really into Ska and I was, like, having a social life? Because, listen, listen. And, hey, you were right. Let's roll it back. Let's roll it back. Hi, I'm Ryan from Emojidrome. Um, I apologize for this joke. I'm deeply sorry. I did not mean to harm anyone emotionally. Uh, I truly apologize. I know that people who are into ska lead very, you know, healthy, happy lives, there and I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Now I, now I, now I do feel a touch bad. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, don't. don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't, no, I'm joking. You're fine. All right. Good. Good. Um, good. Uh, I, mean, got... I, I had, I didn't have friends in high school for other reasons. It's, it's yeah. all good. Same. No. Big same. Um, yeah. I've got I've got uh, one last question, which comes in from at Goblin Eats Moon, who says, "Is the man floating or is it the suit? If they were separated, would the man fall to earth and the suit fly off into the clouds? Is this just a fallen angel waiting to happen?" So interesting that you bring this up because now I didn't really th- consider it, 
But it could... They do have a point here. It could be the suit. We do have evidence of this as seen in the Jackie Chan film, The Tuxedo, from 2002. <sighs> uh, in which he wears a special tuxedo that makes him good at being a spy. Uh-huh. Um, so this could be sort of Tuxedo 2. Uh, tuxedo. Uh, like D-E-U-S. That's, that's pretty good. French letter 2. Thank you. Um... And, uh, I think Fallen Angel, I do, Jackie Chan is kind of an angel, so, like, yeah, we could be, we could be looking at a Fallen Angel situation. Do you think Jackie Chan would turn to the dark side like that, though? I, I think anybody could, I mean, if we're really gonna get deep, I think any, anybody could be tempted, Ryan. Okay. Even Santa Claus? Listen, motherfucker, Santa Claus sold cocaine and then snitched. I don't yeah, give a shit about we, Santa we Claus. A, we had a whole episode about that. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Um, as <laughs> always, this has been another rousing episode of Emojidrome. If you'd like to send us a question, you can hit us at Emojidrome on Twitter or uh, Gmail, uh, Emojidrome at gmail.com. You can also send us requests. We are always taking requests. Uh, this one was a request as well. Glad we finally got around to it. Um... Thank you all for listening, tolerating me, uh, joining me in this auditory space for an hour every week. Andy, uh, what do you have to say to our dear listeners as we close this one out? I would also like to say a quick thank you uh, to everybody listening. I think you mentioned it, uh, that we take requests. Our DMs are open. You covered the email. That's at Emojidrome on Twitter. Uh, And if you would, I don't know. You can you can review us. You don't have to. Maybe just tell somebody, or you know, even then, I don't Spread know. The just word. just keep enjoying the show. You know, yeah. really, really get it out there. All right, all right. Take care, everybody. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs>